the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 930 AM, The Answer, or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867, where you can uh, call us up and we'll talk gardening with you or come on by the nursery. It's beautiful it's, out here. It is a beautiful day today. It truly is. It's uh, And the flowers and everything, our plants are looking nice. So we have lots of colors uh, in front of us. And, uh, again, so we encourage you to come on out and uh, visit with us and ask your gardening question in person. And you can visit with Trace, who's right here, who's going to tell us about the very popular plant of the weekend. Plant yeah. of the weekend. And, weekend. And, 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 weekend. Hey, Trace. Right, so we're, uh, we're, we've been talking about fire spike for the last several weeks with uh, for hummingbirds. So we brought in a purple variety of fire spike. And uh, I think the correct terminology is semi-savoy leaf. Right. Uh, kind of like we're talking spinach. But uh, it looks just like the other one, but the, the leaf's got crinkles in it for, for normal normal plant talk. Right. Uh, but the blooms are purple instead of the, the brilliant red that the normal firebush has. This one Fire is spike. A, a, yeah. like a royal purpley looking color. Yeah. So shade... Uh, well, what we read up was it can take some sun like the other one, but for most practical purposes, uh, shade is probably a better option. Okay. And In fact, uh, yes, used to be the fire spike was used a lot as an indoor plant. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we originally cause just because the foliage was, was was so attractive and it had such shade tolerance, and when we first promoted it, I don't. Remember how many years ago that was, Jerry? Ten or twelve? <laughs> Ten or twelve. Uh, hey, we did everything twenty years ago, Kevin. <laughs> no. just... uh, one of the one of the options was that was back when we had w- real winters, and one of the options was that you just move it inside for the coldest coldest part of the winter. You know, if you had a two week spell, and because it would not decline, and then you could move it back out. When I took some to Tennessee, I took them to the. Uh, Retirement center, I, th- I think that's the right terminology, and they bloomed all through the winter. Oh wow! That that was the red one, fire spike. And did you? I think it's these. This we're getting into the fire spike blooming season. We are. Uh, some of our reds actually started popping color and uh, sold a lot of them this week. But uh, well, and that's consistent we'll with the arrival of the hummingbirds. Right. That's one of the uh, we we identify fire spike as the. Uh, 
way to attract the hummingbirds uh, to your shady uh, patio and then fire bush and to the sunny very, patio. Very, very few things that bloom in the shade that, that aren't blues and purples. So this being, you know, normal fire spike being red, uh, it's one of the few items that uh, can give you that brighter color on the... Have you video. actually seen it bloom? The reds? The purple. No, I'm waiting on the purple. <laughs> Does a picture count? Yeah, well, there, uh, yeah we're in a picture, a nice <laughs> picture. There are Depends six on left. who took it, yeah. There are six left. and Girl, you, you wow. Can, uh, you can uh, go ahead and uh, come on by and get them, or you can um, go ahead and uh, call the nursery at 497 37 Six zero four nine seven three thirty seven sixty, and they'll put one aside for you. And then you come pick them up early in the week, and it's that easy. And one of, one of the young ladies yesterday is going to uh, keep us uh, in the uh, in the loop of the bloom. So oh, good. Okay. When it blooms, she's going to bring us pictures. Yay! And uh, that way we can talk about it. Good. Okay. Well, well and then we had a. Was that the young lady that brought us the? Yes, there was that young lady. Soup and the. And what was the lemonade, whatever that uh, Italian that drink was? That, that good okay. drink. Yeah, that was very good. How much did you have? I just had one. Oh, okay. One cup. Hey, uh, let's uh, don't go anywhere. We're gonna see if we can answer Jack's question, and then we'll talk about what's coming in this week. Jack is on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Jack, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, fine. I hope y'all can answer a question I have. Our, our family has a property out in the country with a stock tank, about oh half acre, maybe an acre in size, surface water there. And uh, we are continually plagued with moss and slime on, on the surface. And we've tried a number of things. We've tried corn gluten meal. We've tried uh, uh, that brand name uh, Tsunami uh, uh, pesticide uh, 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 on the surface, and then nothing seems to work. Uh, what suggestions do you have in trying to get rid of of the, the, the these uh, well, you gotta, nuisances, sir? You re- re- what county are you in? Uh, Medina. Okay, I think you ought to confer with your. What is he trying to get he's rid got of? He's got it has got algae and slime in the in stock pond. And, and, and you need moss. To, you need yeah. to be you need to be real careful. Um, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I had a, a nice pond on uh, my peach orchard, but you you can you can have experiences where you uh, kill more than you want to kill. So yeah, so we're not talking water, we're talking algae, algae and slime. Yeah, they stuff. have they have uh, now the fish in there. Uh, yes, fish in there? and yes, and we're also trying to do something about the, the uh, pr- profound uh, moss problem there. How far south are they? That's and that's part of the. He's in Medina County. That's yeah. part of the issue, is that you whatever you plant, you got to kill it at a rate that doesn't deoxygenate the soil. You know, I mean the the pond. Yeah, to kill yeah. all the fish. Yeah, so you you get all you know you can have this just you control that the green material, but then that'll uh, potentially you could take out your fish too. So, but there's. There's, there's folks, and usually the ag agent in your county. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah they've got a good agent yeah. there in Medina. And they'll, and they'll, they'll, they'll advise you what to use and how much and uh, oh, at uh, what interval. Timing is a key part, too. Well, we, we live in Bear County, if, if that helps. Uh, 
Um, well, no, I think the advantage is the, in terms of that kind of control, the Medina County person would be your oh, yeah, you know, yeah. most uh, your best Pro- resource. Probably easier to find too there in Hondo there. Yeah, yeah. and he's okay. he well. is familiar with your soils there and. Uh, um, and and uh, they've got a, a, I think it's color publication on uh, aquatic weed control. Okay. All right. Yeah. So okay. that, yeah, well, take, we'll check, we'll be check cautious the, uh... and rely on the experts. Now, I, I was wondering if we, I, I don't think I put, put that on plant answers because of the chemical situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I, I just thought I might ask and see if you all knew offhand of any solution uh, to, to well, you the, can, that. Problem. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to, it's easy to kill the, the green material, but that, that's you know, the especially fish. if you got fish in there. That's yeah, a you don't yeah. want to kill them. And the drainage, because oh. you've got the responsibility to other people downstream. So there's just lots yeah. of considerations. But, right. they, but uh, the good news is that they've they've been through most of these, and uh, I think with the help of your agent, you'll be able to figure out how to do it, and not uh, not without it's, it's without any Hondo. undesirable results. Yeah, it's, it's located just above Hondo, so I don't know if that means anything. Okay, good. Recharge area. Good. Talk to somebody that. Uh, yeah, I think that's your. Can help you with that publication. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Good luck. Well, good. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. You take care. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. Trace is up here on the porch with us. We talked about the plant of the weekend, which was the Purple Fire Spike. Uh, terrific uh, opportunity, uh, 1999. Did I get it right? Yep, 1999. Three, three gallon. Can. Yep. Six of them left, so you can give us a call. We'll hold one for you. 497-3760, 497-3760. What else has happened in this week at the nursery? Well, the vegetable selection got a little better in some places and a little worse in others. <laughs> but uh, spinach showed available this week, so we're going to be doing that. I didn't see rhubarb. Didn't see strawberries. Didn't uh, strawberries didn't see, are here? Did you say no? No, I didn't oh, yeah. see that. And I didn't see the um, Swiss chard that you wanted. I saw some more of this Italian chard. Yeah. Now, I do have some some Italian chard, which is apparently one well, that can we, take we, the, we the we, heat better. We also. Uh, Keep have to keep reminding ourselves it's only the middle of September, so we got six weeks. Oh, we got a long way to go still. Yeah, we got a long ways to. Uh, quite often, quite often, uh, depending on the year, you, you know, you might not plant this stuff till the middle of October. But uh, I was looking at the thing, the uh, cauliflower and the broccoli that I planted early. Looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm starting to get some. Uh, New, new new foliage growth on it. It's best to be uh, proactive on that. You know, make sure you're doing the BT or the spinosad, something to keep the caterpillars off. Seven. Well, yeah, and, I, and there's been quite a few questions on on that. To what you know, a preventative. A BT isn't much of a preventative, um, but if you keep your. And Jerry and I always say you just gotta you gotta watch every day for any damage. Then you put it on, and it's gonna come. Tracy, you mentioned this that it is gonna you are gonna get cabbage loopers, and then you apply it. And you need. I ran into the. I had a question um, the other day where somebody said, "Well, I used BT dust," and he's and uh, I got the the detective work and. And this thing, the uh, jar he used it from, or the tube he used it from, 
had been open for 12, 14 years. <laughs> years. And it was dust, and I said, well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's somewhat notorious for losing its potency, uh-huh. especially the dust. So, yeah, I think you follow the re- the required uh, disposal for that and get yourself a new one. And I like the sp- spray, the diluted uh, material, better than the dust. Yeah. So just well, we have all of the above. We have all three of those in uh, in liquids and in dusts. Yeah. You got some newer than 14 years old? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, good. Um, then, uh, then of course, if you do want a preventative, uh, I guess seven, seven would seven would work for that. Every 10 days, you'd and that that would take the care of the loopers. The issue there is that you got to wait at least two days before. Um, after you sprayed the harvest, depending on what the formula is, and BT works so well. Yeah, and they quit did. eating once they ingest the BT. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it works. It BT works better than seven. If if it's not fourteen, if it's not yeah, 14 if it's not old, fourteen years, and old. been open the whole time. <laughs> and. Uh, other things happening here next Saturday. We've got a kids' gardening class, kids seminar, the snakes, and uh, yeah, snakes were really popular the last time. And we we, talk, we were talking about yesterday to if they had any snakes that needed identified to bring to you, uh, bring them in and uh, and you would identify them for the parents. Sure, I like snakes. <laughs> we used to <laughs> we used to do it, but our job <laughs> description has been changed. <laughs> we had a Jerry and I were trying to remember. We had at least one person years ago that brought in the box, box. full of snakes. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, it was one of those double takes. You know, you just go automatically and you open that up expecting weeds or a little perspective. My wife runs a veterinarian hospital, so we get all kinds of animals. We've had chinchillas and guinea pigs and snakes and squirrels and, of course, dogs and cats, uh, ferrets. Uh, there's there's almost no norm, normal animal that I haven't but Jerry, had as a pet Jer- at one time. Jerry's an expert on unexpected. Wasn't that you that had the squirrel that re- came back to life? Yeah, yeah, after I hit him with a truck. <laughs> and I was holding him out the window by his tail, and he came to life and climbed up his tail and ripped ripped my arm half off. The they got sharp squirrel. little claws. They I guess do. it's climbing trees. They do. I did the I did the uh, when I was going to college. I took a winter off and worked for the Minnesota Conservation Department. And the deer up there pen up. You know they get they get locked into these snow areas. And so you, the conservation department sends these crews out to cut browse to keep them alive and try to make paths so they can uh, get out. And, of course, being a uh, sensitive, thoughtful person, uh, there was one that was re- really weak, a little little doe, and I loaded it in the back of my car Uh-oh. to take home from it because my mother would. My mother, you know, was notorious for nursing these things back, any kind of animals back. And, of course, you know, it's a, it was a 30-mile drive, turn the heat on, full blast. <laughs> that thing got, it got uh, frightened and got uh, re, uh, renewed life. 
And, man, I was lucky to get out of that car. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, of course, they'll, t- they'll tear up your upholstery. And... Oh, yeah. Their they're hooves. Like their hooves. No, yeah, their hooves. I've had a baby deer in my feet. my truck, too. Did you? Did it? Uh, no, Did we you? took it to a vet and oh. uh, left it there. But we had to travel about 40 miles with it. All right. They get restless, don't they? I, th- this one was too scared to get restless. Oh, okay. It depends on their age, too. It was very young. Shouldn't have been by itself. All right, 308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break. So while we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment. Uh, Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. With Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, I'm Milton Glick on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. There is a new way to sell your house in San Antonio and the hill country that saves you thousands of dollars. Hi, this is Dennis Prager, and Help You Sell has it figured out. Help You Sell Real Estate has done away with charging 6% commission because it's not fair. The difference in commissions between a $200,000 and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. That's why Help You Sell is quickly becoming the fastest way to sell your home and save you thousands of dollars with their low-set fee program. With Help You Sell, you work with a full-service 20-year licensed real estate broker in Sergio Martinez. And Help You Sell starts by giving you a free home evaluation and market analysis. So if you're looking to sell, buy, or build, start your search at hushillcountry.com or call Sergio with Help You Sell, San Antonio Hill Country, at 210-693-0305. We're back. In the past several months, we've been talking about a cutting-edge arthritis treatment. Can it make knee replacement surgery obsolete? Well, if you've been told you need a knee replacement, that your knees bone-on-bone are just simply arthritic, then I'm here to let you know this message is for you. Many are scared stiff of knee replacement surgery, and let's face it, there is no doubt it is major surgery with all the risks that come with it. Anesthesia, bleeding, infection, and unfortunately, uncertain outcomes and no guarantees. That 
that's why the skilled doctors at the Osteo Relief Institute now use laser-guided hologic digital imaging to precisely guide an FDA-approved cushioning and lubricating material precisely where you need it the most to help your pain without surgery. No hospital stay, no surgical risk, no lengthy rehab, not a bit of downtime. So call 1-800-547-KNEE for your no-obligation, risk-free screening. And more good news, if you're a candidate, Medicare and most major insurance will usually cover the procedure. That's 1-800-547-KNEE, 1-800-547-5633. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our number is 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, you had a couple questions before we started. Some people came by to ask us. One was on a, a shade tree in uh No, one, one was shade. Yeah, a plant for the shade for urns. Your urn? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, kind of upright containers, and I I thought uh, pumbago would look nice. Yeah, it would. In there, because um, pumbago is really over the side. Really pretty now. She liked uh, the idea of the pentas better. I told her that they were they're a little cold sensitive, so she'd have to replace them in the winter. Yeah, pumbago would go through the winter. Yeah, if it's mild, and uh, but she wanted the more disciplined look than the. I guess she's used Pumbago before. I think we have a question from the crowd here. Can we ask your question on the air? Is that cookies? Yeah. Uh, did you bring cookies? Here, you grab this. You'll be on the air, and these guys can hear you. What you got going on today? Well, I have two questions. I have a, some Esperanzas, and they're getting all these brown Things almost look like worms and fungus and stuff on them. They aren't worms. Uh, and then also, what kind of a weed is this and how to get rid of it? It's just taking over. Which 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 of those disgusting weeds are you, are you talking about? Uh, it's uh, I've always had some, but they're just covering the yard. That's a little spurge. Spurge, yeah. Spurge? I thought that was, I was wondering if that was Jerry's horse server over there. So, I was, yeah, this is yeah, this is a spurge, and they're kind of notorious for growing low. Yeah. Now they are, they are uh, labeled on uh, some of the 2,4-D products when the temperatures drop a little bit, if you want. But uh, they're not, they're not the easiest thing to 
control with the pesticide. Oh, someone had told me that a combination of the uh, uh, vinegar, um, the pickling type vinegar, and uh, what is it, gold? Um, it's kind of a yellow type. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, orange oil. Huh? Yeah, orange, orange oil. gold. Orange mixture, oil? Uh, orange oil. Uh-huh. Well, well, a mixture of the vinegar and orange oil. Well, Have you ever heard of that? Don't ever go back there again. Don't do that again. No, don't ever go back to that Why? nursery again. Why? What happened? Again. Why? That won't work. Oh, it just won't work. No. Uh, well, it'll kill be, me or anything. You may, the, the vinegar vinegar may burn the, oh. the foliage, but well, what, is, what's it growing in the lawn? Just all over in the yard. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, in places, like I say, I've always had some of it just uh-huh. mounting up here and there. But I guess because of the wet weather or something, it's just uh, all over. Well, the vinegar will kill, will kill the full, the top, the foliage, but it'll come come yeah. back, and then whatever the lawn or whatever else is there will get just the top. It doesn't doesn't kill the roots. Okay. I um, think that's a gall. Um, that's gall. Gall, a little insect. Well, gall. it's a. It may be, but it's. Uh, is it I'll, all over the plant? Just coming all over, and it really looks like it's trying to kill the plant, no, no, too, because it, it looks ugly. Is it, what is this, Esperanza, or what is this? Yes, Esperanza. Esperanza. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a gall insect of yeah. some type. Is there spray yeah. or something for this? No, no. It'll, and the, the good news is that it just, in the wintertime, it just, the top dies. Oh, well, the whole bad. plant in the wintertime yeah. goes, but... It's just been gorgeous. The whole plant's been uh-huh. beautiful until just uh, uh, well, this, recently. This stuff is just just Mother Nature just showing you who's boss here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't you don't, guys don't. Or something else? <laughs> I came here with a. Uh, I was having a problem with my chickapin oak with the squirrels eating on it, and you said the best thing to do is make stew out of them. There you go. Yeah, so Did you that guys work? are such a big help. Did You're that right. work? Uh. <laughs> no, but I told the maintenance guys around there, and they they keep talking about when are we going to have the squirrels. Uh, <laughs> see, they know. <laughs> they know. Yeah. Another now, if you one of the best <laughs> ways to deal with spurge. Is uh, a pre-emergent herbicide next uh, what March March first? March, yeah. Well, it, I can't believe how it's just sort of taken over. Yeah. And, uh, but you you know you're if you just wanted to burn the top, the problem is it burn whatever lawn is there too. Yeah, yeah. Your, your, I don't your, want your that vinegar. The lawn itself looks beautiful. Yeah. Right now, but, well, yeah. well, thank you. I think. <laughs> you, you can use some of that spurge in with your squirrel stew. Oh, it gives a it gives you, a little, little spurgy flavor. <laughs> well, they they had to come and trim a whole lot of my chickapin oak. They had to trim a whole bunch of the branches because they're dying and it's kind of ugly looking now. But uh, it'll come back. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. Okay, you promise. No, no problem. I'll let you know if it doesn't. Yeah. Get the get the swing ready. Get your get your swing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Then you you can you can know that we mentioned the 2,4-D. Do what? You can you can spray it with a 2,4-D product. Yes. Yeah. You see some of them some of the formulas have spurge right. Okay. On the label. Okay, so I'm it just is thinking, spurge. Uh, yeah. Let's see how much what do we have. Well, I guess you, we still got two months, three months left when it would be growing. Uh, okay. Well, thank you, fellas. All right. Yeah, thanks. Uh-huh.
Thank All right, 308. Did you get the recipe, though, Flat Answers? Huh? What's wrong with you? She's running away. All right, 308-88. Throwing her hands up in the air. 308-8867-308. I don't think she's an East Texas girl. She's not eating squirrels. Tennessee girl. With Spurge. <laughs> this is the Spurge Squirrel Casserole. All right, 308-8867 is our number. 308. Well, maybe we could promote the idea of kale with that uh, squirrel. I mean, they may Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying yesterday. It's good for you. So are vitamins. Are squirrel good, uh, squirrel good for you? I, I, well, let's see. It's September, so squirrel season opens in Tennessee in... In September 1st, I think. Same time dove season open. I think so. Or is it November? I can't remember. 308-8867, 308-8867. What else you got there? I got a, a note from somebody that said, I found an odd-looking worm, caterpillar, on my Meyer lemon tree that I've never seen before and would like to have it identified Let me guess. recommendation. Looks like bird poop. That cavity is psychotic or yeah. psychic or something. I did spray with BT and have not noticed any more over the last few days. See, BT is not an immediate killer. Uh, that, uh, it, it, it takes a while for it to work. I have a picture, but don't know how to include it in the email. I'd be happy to send it if you'd provide me anything. Thank you for your help. Gail, Forrest Wright, you can send your image by attaching it to this email. However, you may not need to. If it looks like the images I have sent, Forrest sent her some pictures. Uh, it is the larvae of the giant swallowtail butterfly. Like all caterpillars, it can be controlled with one of the insecticide-containing BT. That's it, she writes back. That's it. Thanks much. Of course, now I feel badly about killing the larvae of such a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> so anyway, none. out of all this correspondence, nobody mentioned bird poop, Calvin. No, I'll be darned. Uh, you know, Forrest is too much of a gentleman to mention. You know, you Three, know. Didn't what, it look like bird poop? We have uh, another thing that has been pretty prevalent out there that we haven't talked about much this year is the uh, caterpillars on the bougainvillea. Have you have you heard any? Uh, 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 yeah, they've they've been hitting the the foliage, and that. We always think of bougainvillea as being pretty invincible. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a, it's a little uh, caterpillar, almost like our Sephora caterpillar. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, they make it look real ragged. And after the bougainvilleas look so wonderful this summer yeah. uh, that you kind of say you're surprised when you, when you see it. 308-8867 is our number. We missed him yesterday, but he's back today. Ty Chisholm from... Quality Organic Products is on the line. Hey there, Todd. What's going on? How are you doing today? Yep, Todd, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? There he is. All right. How's it going? Oh, good, good. So I went to your website in preparation, and uh, I saw you kind of got a sale on mulch going on, about 20% off. Yep, yep, and uh, yep, we sure do. Yes, sir. 
Tell us a little we're bit very about it. Um, well, we don't have all the mulches right now. We got single grind for sure. We got uh, a hardwood, and then we got black composted. So you know, it's uh, it's uh, we got a lot of composted stuff. So I mean, uh, it looks real good. What does the composted mulch mean? Um, we compost it down. It's like a just starts off with like a regular double shredded cut mulch, and then we compost it with uh, water and flip it and turn it, and it turns like a dark brown. And and it smells real good. It smells like kind of fruity and stuff. It doesn't like to smell like uh, manure, like t- some of the stuff we have, but it's kind of like has a good smell to it. So, but well, and it's we sell a lot of landscapers. It's pretty real attractive, too. It's, a, it's a, I think, one of the most popular ways to use that is on the, oh, for the, the tree the tree reservoirs yeah, yeah. or yeah or just the because it contrasts to the, the dark green lawn and really looks neat uh, right. with a, a layer of it around these big live oak trees that are so classic so um, right. it's pretty attractive sure, it's, sure. it's very yeah it's a, yeah. It's a designer mulch it's really attractive and adds a lot to the landscape does yep, it have it is. other adv- other advantages to it, Todd? Because you keep using the term. I mean, a lot of the tree farmer guys will actually grow, uh, put it in like their soil around the area, and um, they will uh, actually uh, mix it with like their dirt in the area, and like they'll have a little spot where they can fit their dirt, and they'll take that black compost and they'll add it to that uh, product. And uh, keeps it keeps it breaking down. It keeps it uh, moisture in the in their growing boxes. I'm talking like a bigger tree, like a maybe like a 45 or plus bigger tree, and they'll mix that with a 50 to the 60 percent ratio of black compost and mulch. So it really holds moisture. Once that starts decaying, it really brings uh, brings the moisture in, and a lot of people use it, you know, just to flood their beds and tree wells. Does very well. Cool. So if somebody wanted that now, okay, I would tell you we're talking to Tide Chisholm of Quality Organic Products right there on Lookout Road, about a quarter mile outside of 1604 on Lookout Road. You'll see them, and you'll uh, turn on in there, and they'll be happy to help you. Uh, they're closed today, oh, yeah. but open again tomorrow. Um, so what would somebody ask for if they wanted that now that you've kind of teased it a little bit? Uh, what would they have to do? Uh, composted mulch. We call it black composted mulch. Okay. And uh, the yeah, advantage of dealing with quality, one of the di- advantages of dealing with quality organic is that the uh, the delivery, you can uh, build, uh, deliver whatever quantity you need to you, really skilled drivers, their own drivers, their own equipment. And right. I, uh, every year I get a, a load of, uh, that includes both mulch and compost. So I've got it on hand all year, you know, piles. And right. you can you can put that on the on the same truck. There's a little little mixing, but it's no uh, yeah not, not a big not issue uh, for the home gardener. Um, so it's right. fun. Or you can just uh, take your your own pickup truck over there and pick up pick up a load. Yep. We'll load you up. And we got rock and flagstone and everything. Pretty much everything, all different colors of rocks and stuff. So we weigh it up and you know put it on our scale and give you exactly what you need. 
What kind of projects are the landscapers uh, doing, Todd? Uh, you, uh, of course, are wholesale to a commercial uh, place for landscapers to use as well, like Millburgers, for instance. Right. And, uh, um, what What are they doing now? What kind of right now, they've been using a lot of topsoil four-way. Um, four-ways just that's going out the door, which we've actually upgraded our four-ways since we, we've gotten so much products in. So we actually put a little bit of a pecan shell in our four-way and a little coffee grounds. So we take that. It's a 50% topsoil mix, but we're adding a veggie compost in there, red sand, uh, coffee grounds, and some pecan wow. uh, shell. So our really four-way just it. stepped up. Yeah, we really stepped up with that, that four-way right now because we got over abundance of both of those coffee grounds and pecan shell matter. So... We're just trying to uh, give a little better product since we got so much product. And uh, we're adding in our Garden Plus, and we're adding in our Rose Mix pecan shell now. So uh, the only ones we don't put like a wood product would be our lawn dressing and our QOP. We, we do, our QOP, we do put uh, the veggie in that and coffee grounds and horse manure. That's our blend on that one. And that, that's our like compost that we sell out of our yard, strictly out of our yard. So, so it's a, it's what a would really the four way be good for? What would you What would you use it for? The four way, um, man, leveling yards, uh, planting trees, uh, bushes. We we sell so much of that stuff. I mean, we so can't even keep up with the man. It's always like we got to go get more topsoil because we're out of four way. It's just it, it, everybody buys it. It's our flagship. So like for a raised always, bed garden, or would it be good for a container? Like, or is it a container, or is it right. too? Yeah, uh, it's, it's probably a little too much topsoil. I mean, you can. I've done everything. I've done everything with it. Like, I have my little uh, cow troughs there in uh, in our deal. We grow stuff, and I put y'all's tomatoes and stuff in there all the time. And they, they all grow the same. It's a little harder mix. Like, I mean, you couldn't. Go back and put your hand in it like our rose mix or our garden plus and just dig you a new hole and put your tomatoes in it. But, it, you know, cause it has the, it has the topsoil, but man, I mean, for planting plants and doing your beds with it, it's great. A little, and then if you got something left over, you know, you can always throw it on the lawn or a hole, a hole or something like that, you know? So there's just so much multiple ways you can use that four way. Very cool. We're yeah. talking to Todd Chisholm over there at Quality Organic Products. Uh, Todd, what else is going on? Anything else exciting? No, that's it. We're just uh, getting ready for next year already. We're getting our piles moved. Yeah. We're getting the yard re, re uh, moving piles from one area to another and getting ready to start grinding our uh, black composted for next year. I mean, we got a lot, a mountain of single grind, probably 30,000 yards, most we've ever had. It's wow. Huge. So... That's going to take us all winter to grind. So, very cool. Well, you're open again tomorrow, and they can call you if yep. they want that delivery at six five one zero two zero zero, and that's Quality Organic Products. Find them online at qualityorganicproducts.com. Thanks, Todd. All right, guys. Yep. Enjoy your Thanks, Sunday. Man. Thank you. You too. Bye, Todd. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight 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 six seven. Toll free. It's eight six six. 
308-8867. we got to take a break, so while we do, give us a call and let's talk gardening with you. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch ready to talk gardening with you at 308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. At 930am, the we our home team. Businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like the Baez Law Firm, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, Tax Financial, and You Build It. Build your dream home or remodel using You Build It experts and save 15 to 20% by cutting out the middleman. Call 210-695-3373. You Build It on the home team as seen at 930amtheanswer.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision because of that. You're making hard decisions on a very hard time topic. But knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where peace through planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800-308-0800, online at weisingerlawfirm.com. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. 
Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's the number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 15315C. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, where Virginia is on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? All right. Uh, I was wondering, can you make cuttings from Malabar spinach, uh, New Zealand spinach, or purslane? Can you make? What? Oh yeah, cuttings from Malabar spinach and. Oh. Uh, you said purslane? Yeah, and New Zealand spinach. Yeah, I, I think you can, all those all those spinaches should root very easily. And okay. purslane, you can just chop that up and throw it down, it'll root. So. Okay. Uh, another thing but, uh, about hummingbird food, is it better to make your own or buy the, the syrup thing? Well, it's it's so easy to make that, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, just four parts sugar and one part water by volume, and so that's, and then I, we just make we just mix it by using a, a gallon milk carton uh-huh. and just put it in the refrigerator so we don't have to mix it every time. We just pour, refill the the. But I know a lot of a lot of people do. They just use them that that mix. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, which would you do? rather do? What do you do, Milton? I just make it myself. Yeah, Virginia, would 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 it be easier just to make it yourself? Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be cheaper. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. Thing, I'm looking for like making attractants for uh, wasps and fly traps. And uh, my mom remembers how her dad used to make a, a wasp trap, but we don't. Know what you use to make the attractants? But make a wasp trap. trap. Oh. Yeah, wasp uh, and flytraps. Huh. Well, let's see. What are wasps are attracted to? They, they work the, the plants. They're carnivorous. Yeah, they're looking for they're looking for aphids. Uh-huh. I know they like banana flowers. When our bananas were blooming, they crawl in there and do get whatever they want out of the bananas, but. They don't seem. I never thought about how to attract a wasp. Really. No, they don't. They don't seem to be attracted to the hummingbird feeders like bees. So sugar but water. Don't uh, when you put out the but for the butterflies, the fruit and stuff. Don't wasps come to that? They're, they're on that on that fruit that you put out for the butterflies. Well, maybe, but I haven't noticed that they're that. They're always they're kind of cruising through. They're yeah, curious yeah. about. So you could what try that. What kind of fruit do you put out for butterflies? Yeah, those all those uh, hackberry snouts. Yeah, I, I'm talking about it, and at the zoo you'll see 
Oh, rotting fruit, uh, and I, I can be apples and oh, oranges yeah. and cherries, any, anything that that and and the but, butterflies just feed on that. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so I I don't know if that worked for wasp or not. I never. I, so well, here, what would he do when he trapped them? Just carry them away somewhere, far away? I guess. I don't know. This is my grandfather. That would be, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he did with them. So it says here in prairiestory.com, it says bait the trap. Well, I just messed it up here. Hold on. Uh, this is a homemade wasp trap. Bait the trap. The easiest is sugar and water, but I've also read that meat works well in the spring meat. And, and early summer because wasps are attracted to protein. That's or right. Other options, or other options are sugar and water, water and vinegar, beer, soda, or even laundry detergent. Yeah. Laundry detergent. Because laundry detergent has protein in it. That's how it cleans. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I would have never thought of that. Mm-mm. Huh. So if you have if you have a web access, go to Prairie Stories. Does it say to use ribeye or? To use <laughs> it doesn't say hammer. what kind of meat to use. I think that's up to you. If you do meat and beer, and then you'll, and, you'll, you'll and they're other people. They're talking raw meat, right? <laughs> I imagine so. I think yeah. they're talking raw. Yeah. Meat. And it looks like on WikiHow there's a, uh, a how to build a homemade uh, trap too. Let's see. I guess it's kind of a bottle type thing. Is that uh, what you remember? Uh, she said something about window screen, and he put one cone inside another cone of window yeah. screen. Yeah, they do and that with uh, the bottle on the pictures. That's what they're showing, not with a screen, but with the they're they're cutting the top off, flipping it upside down so they can get in but not out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And let's see. Uh, it says meat. Meat is the best choice in the spring and late winter because the wasps are making nests and laying eggs. So they're searching for high-protein food. You may even catch a queen this way, in which case the wasp will relocate their nests. They recommend dishwashing liquid and water, mashed grapes, sugar and lemon juice, uh, beer or coolers, I guess wine coolers, I don't know, uh, sugar and water, sugar and vinegar, and laundry detergent. Soda that has lost its fizz. So lots of good, lots of good choices there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, why would you go through all that work? <laughs> well, I don't know. Is that to, so that you don't have to kill them or what? I know. I guess I think they die in the trap. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. Okay. Did that okay, help, Virginia? Well, yes, that does. Thank you very much. Yeah, and it, one was if you Google how to attract wasps, uh, that's where that's where I found it. So uh, if how somebody's to attract wasps. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. You bet. Man, now I'm like a wasp track expert. <laughs> Just what you do is you put out a nice table outside, a little beer, a little meat, see what you catch. Or you, or you uh, put, put your your 15 pound Westie your puppy Westie out there to catch his wasps. She seems to attract them. Oh, sure. really? That's funny. Yeah, she can't resist. <laughs> they sting her, or she bites them. She. Uh, both. I mean, oh, okay. that's why she gets stung, I think. And she's only, you know, kind of meddling in corners and under uh-huh. steps and wherever she sees any kind of activity. Cockroaches she's after. Uh, <laughs> I worry about the wasps, you know, if you get, if she got in a really riled up, this time of the year, especially you're really riled, yeah. riled up a wasp. Yeah. You could be, little thing like that could be in danger. Yeah. 
All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. We've got a question in from uh, Surprise, Arizona. That's a neat name. Have you ever been to Surprise, Arizona? Uh-uh. But there's unknown Texas. <laughs> yeah. It says, we have a beautiful mountain laurel in our mountain laurel tree in our backyard in Surprise, Arizona. The house sitter called and said the leaves are all brown, and she thinks a bug got in the roots. A bug got in the roots, Calvin. Nothing worse than bugs in your roots. Er, early, early, earlier they upped our water level. Earlier they upped our water level when it got really hot, and I think maybe they soaked it too much. Sounds like the, the, the. Do you think it will recover, or is there anything we can do to save it? Thank you. Judy, Forrest answers. It certainly sounds like a root rot problem, which could have been caused by the overwatering. I cannot say whether it will recover, but I have my doubts. Once once they start to get that root rot in it, they're pretty well finished. Withhold all watering for now and see what happens. That was Forrest's advice. Yeah, I thought it was the water, too. Yeah, when they upped the water. Then somebody from Fredericksburg, Texas, writes in and says, uh, Should I remove the seed pod from my Texas mountain laurel? And uh, Forrest writes her back, There is no horticulture reason to do so. However, they can become somewhat unsightly if left on the tree. So for that reason, you may want to remove it. So they, they, don't, they don't do any harm. Now, if, uh, we've talked about a lot of programs these last few weeks. Now, on uh, Monday, there's a, a pro, the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas are going to have their third Monday uh, program. Uh, Molly Keck, the entomologist from the Extension Service, will talk about nighttime activities of insects. And then uh, George Cates of Native, Native American Seed, he's going to talk about... Uh, uh, native Texas wildflowers, lawns, and ornamental grasses. Should be a great program. And goes from noon to 3 p.m. at the Garden Center on the corner of uh, Funston and uh, whatever. 30, what is it? Uh, New Braunfels. Huh? 3310 North New Braunfels. At Funston. Okay. And Funston. 3310 North New Braunfels. And they'll have snacks. So, you you know, spend the whole afternoon, get there at noon, uh, participate in the programs, uh, have have your lunch there, and then they appreciate a donation to uh, go towards costs of some of the food and the support of the program, but it uh, should be a great, great program. Uh, Molly is an outstanding speaker, and she's always got interesting topics to talk about. Also, Tom Harris and Ron Sahill will be there to, uh, to remind you what... Uh, Gardening tasks are up now, uh, now then at the end of September and in uh, October, so that you can keep up to the calendar. Yeah, so it's a good event. It's both uh, now, um, you know, educational and uh, recreational, social. It's, uh, do they do the trade thing there? 
Kind of the plant swap thing a little bit, or recreational? What do you mean? Well, they right. don't do exercises. Do they? <laughs> no. I ain't going if they do exercises. <laughs> yeah, they've added that in. Oh, oh, man. you'll be doing I squats and see uh, if they get five dollars out of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that I don't think they're doing that this month. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. You may have to do some burpees next month. <laughs> Everybody on Facebook talks about burpees. Um, but uh, yeah, the. Uh, now, I was trying to be clever, so you can learn a lot, but it's also social. So you'll uh, uh, make friends who enjoy gardening, and uh, that Calvin yeah. mentioned there's food. And I thought there was a little plant thing, too. Where they well, they, I, I think they sell some plants. Okay. Too, plants yeah. that the members bring in, and they give some door prizes that are plants. There you go. They also have, yeah, and Milton made a good point there, they gives you an opportunity to kind of see what the organization is about. You know, we talk about uh, the Gardening volunteers in South Texas are, Jerry has a team that really plays a prominent role in uh, investigating uh, plant materials for our area. And a lot of the new plant materials, the resurrected plant materials, are a result of their, their efforts. Uh, they give a lot of programs. They help youth gardening. Environmentally, they're involved. Uh, they're in the middle of San Antonio Water System Conservation Program. Uh, and you do you can check it out see if you want to participate they don't you don't have to go to a formal training for the gardening volunteers of south texas but you do get the benefits of working with other gardeners and working in, in really uh, important projects fun and education and a good social yeah uh, situation and you so, don't have to join to come to the program nope you just, just come to the program and enjoy the program and get the information out of the program and go home. Yeah. Or with with or without your donation of five dollars. With well, without you for donation. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Jerry will be at the door, appreciating <laughs> your five dollar donation. <laughs> if you feel underappreciated at all, and you want appreciation. It all takes is five dollars. I look like some of these homeless people on the <laughs> other side of the road. I'll have a little sign says, there and says, we'll, we'll "We appreciate your five dollar <laughs> donation." All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, what's that? You, it's a radio station, but you don't. We're, we're going to the news in just a second. Say so, no, you're okay. Did you want to ask your question on the air? Just ask your question. You ask Calvin. There you go. Hey, I want to bring up two things before we go to break. Uh, number one is that uh, next Saturday, uh, starting at 10, will be our children's gardening workshop for September. It will be on snakes, <laughs> snake safety, snake identification, uh, also um, kind of the role that snakes play in society. You'll also... Um, Learn about some other reptiles as well, and uh, learn about some uses of uh, snake venom in uh, medical stuff. So it's a good, a good educational thing for kids. You, uh, it's free, but they ask that you make your reservation at 497-3760. That's the number for the nursery, 497-3760. All the information for this and all the activities that happen here and around San Antonio is at MillbergerNursery.com. They've got a Great events calendar, so you can read up what's going on at MillbergerNursery.com. 
All right, we're going to take a break. So, again, while we do, why don't you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Calvin Fitch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Wick. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. Looking for answers in New York City. We have a lot more work to do to be able to say what kind of motivation was behind this. Was it a political motivation, a personal motivation? What was it? We do not know that yet. Mayor Bill de Blasio talking about last night's bomb blast in Manhattan that injured 29 people. All of them have been released from the hospital now. Governor Andrew Cuomo is making a promise. Whoever placed these bombs, we will find, and they will be brought to justice. Police also removed another suspicious device from a location near the site of last night's blast. It did not explode. In nearby New Jersey, the probe continues today into a pipe bomb that went off before a race yesterday. Nobody was hurt in that incident. A Minnesota hospital says three of the eight people who were stabbed at a mall last night remain hospitalized. St. Cloud medical personnel say the other five were released. Authorities report a man dressed in a private security uniform started stabbing people at the mall, reportedly making references to Allah. An off-duty police officer shot and killed him. President Obama planning to meet this week with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu while both are in New York for the U.N. General Assembly. They are to hold talks Wednesday, about a week after the U.S. and Israel signed an unprecedented security agreement that will give the Israeli military $38 billion over 10 years. It is the largest such agreement the U.S. has ever had with any country. Mr. Obama heads to New York later on today. Russia's election commission head says results from voting for parliament in a Siberian region could be annulled if allegations of vote fraud there are confirmed. Russians are going to the polls all across that vast country from early this morning to late tonight to select a new lower house, the state Duma. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our number is 308-8867-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. That's the number to call to be a part of the show. Trace will come up and visit with us again and talk to us about the Milberger's Plant of the Weekend, which is the uh, purple uh, fire spike. But uh, if you want to learn uh, more about that, so hang on hang on, to keep listening if you want to learn more about that. Uh, and uh, let's see, what else is going on? I wanted to mention we got some beautiful water lily pictures on the front page of uh and a gallery there that's rotating through the front page of uh, plantanswers.com. So if you want to see some of the water lilies in, from Santa, their San Angelo uh, planting up there, that they have that uh, international water feature in their San Angelo uh, uh, park up there uh, by Ken Langdon. And uh, these are some pictures I took of his hybrids. And also took some uh, pictures of the, the, the kind of whitish one that you see 
light pink one is uh, the Texas State Water Lily, which is a uh, Texas Dawn. And uh, so inter- interesting uh, water lilies that they've got up there. Also on uh, on the front page of plantanswers.com under uh, topics of the month, I want to uh, we hadn't we didn't mention yesterday the fifth annual Texas Fruit Conference, which is going to be held in uh, New Braunfels uh, around the first of September. First of October. Do what? First of October. I'm sorry. Did it? I thought I saw September. Maybe it's all over. But it, anyway, uh, yeah, get the information. Is it possible? Oh, the, uh, what I saw in September was the online registration from September the 1st to October 21st. This this is a, a, a neat program, too. You know, there's so many folks. I, I remember back when I was thinking of putting my peach orchard in mm-hmm. you need before you make decisions like that you need to get access to the experts yeah. the information that's available out there uh, to, to even to make the decision you need a lot of information and then you decide to go try to raise fruit in, in Texas then you need the ongoing uh, support so at very least it's really an interesting program what Jerry you said two days and yeah and they and they cover all sorts of topics uh, like uh, 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 pomegranates and in fact they're going to have at 4.30 on uh, November the 1st they're going to have a pomegranate update and tasting November the 1st November 1st yeah oh so the program's in November. Yeah, last October, first of November. But anyway, get and they talk about blackberries and, uh, of course, peaches and and things like that. Uh, so almost any any peach. And the thing about it is, that they don't happen to talk about what what you want to hear about. You've got all the experts in the state in one place in New Braunfels, which is close to San Antonio this year. And uh, so you can talk to them about it. It's a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it costs you to go. Uh, the online registration it costs you eighty dollars per person. The uh, on-site registration on October thirty-first is ninety dollars per person. So you can save you ten bucks there by doing it online uh, before the twenty-first, October twenty-first. Uh, they cover, it, they're covering the traditional topics too, like peaches. And yeah, yeah, that, everything. Citra? Oh. Are they going to talk about? Uh, oh, olives was the, the olives. Thing. Everybody's interested in olives. Though. I think Dr. Stein is talking about the olives. So they, anyway, all the information and program and everything is on plantanswers.com. First listing in red on on the front page on our topic of the month over there to the right. So uh, I just wanted to mention that again in case you are anticipating going into the fruit production business. Or just are interested in in uh, hearing about it and what's happening. In the, mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want to, you definitely don't want to make the decision unless you got the, yeah. the information. That's for sure. Uh, we got a question in. Is that a... 
A friend gave me seed pods from this plant. We're going to get a lot of these from now. Of Prada Barbados. Uh, they've turned to seed all over town. You know, they've still got some sparse blooms on them, but they're really uh, maturing their seed pods. Said, I would like to plant them in pots for the patio area. We live uh, 10 miles from the north, Gulf of Mexico in, te- in Texas. How do I handle the seed pods? They are still in the beans. When should I plant them? Now, let, let's just talk about this since we've got this question. Because uh, we get a, a million of these questions every year. Uh, from from people that want to steal them, you know, people that want to, uh, the, their neighbors have got it, and it's been a beautiful plant all the time, and then they see all these seed all over it, so they want to know when is the optimum time to, to harvest that seed. It's not when the pod is green. You have to wait till the pod turns brown uh, before before the seed is, is viable and ready to harvest. It's, it's, it's a bean. So uh, you don't you don't want to harvest green because the bean bean is not mature and will not germinate. Now, with that said, that that's going to happen in uh, let's see, we're September. That's going to happen about the first of November, probably. You know, they should have some turning. They stay green for a long time. Hmm. But uh, another thing is, if I I know people don't want to buy them. You know, they want to save some money and grow them from seed. You won't plant the seed until uh, next spring. The plant, well, it, it's a tropical plant, so you have to wait. You have to handle it like okra, like you would okra. And that's planted in uh, no, no sooner than April, late April, 1st of May. And you plant it in a pot or plant it in the ground, and it'll come up. Now, they grow very slowly until the temperature really warms up and gets hotter, which means, and they only bloom after they get to be a certain age and height. Well, I won't say age. I'll say uh, size because, uh, you know, they, they, they can. I've seen people plant seed in containers and wait for a year or two and they never bloom again. Uh, the way the way we got them on the market here in San Antonio is that uh, we basically the first ones we basically imported from Arizona. They planted the seed in October, and of course they could overwinter them outside in Arizona, and uh, then they get they they get hotter in Arizona earlier. So the plant uh, takes off growing faster and will bloom 30 days faster than the ones we try to plant around here. So uh, all that's a bunch of verbiage to say you, when you plant the seed, I would say you're, you're at least going to have to wait a year before they bloom. And only if you're lucky, if you're if you're about standard or unlucky, you might have to wait two years before they bloom. So I, I don't mean to be throw cold water on it, but I'm telling you that's the it's a tropical plant, and it needs heat 
to grow. And uh, that's the heat of heat of our dead summer to really take off growing. Well, we we've tried it uh, in the greenhouse, uh, planting them, planting the seed in October, and uh, taking them through in the greenhouse. But they don't grow much in the greenhouse either. They come up though. They come they come up. Yeah, yeah they they germinate, and the plant will be there, and it'll sit there and look at you for a year or two. So anyway, with that in mind, you decide. I know the seed is free. Uh, Forrest says, uh, remove the seed from the pods when the pods are, are brown. Make sure that the seed you're planting are nice and plumped out, not flat. As, as during droughty times, many of the seed do not mature to viability. If they look good... Soak them in water for at least 24 hours or nick the seed coat with a file or sandpaper. Uh, yeah, that's just optional. Then plant them no more than a quarter of an inch deep in good moist potting soil. Put in a shady location and add water to keep them barely moist. They should germinate within 15 days. Now that that means germinate. That they're they're kind of like okra in a cold soil. They'll germinate, but they'll stand there and look at you after they get about uh, four to six inches tall, and uh, they won't bloom until they get fifteen, twenty inches tall or, or taller. So uh, the bottom bottom line is you're still better off to go ahead and. Buy some at uh, at your local nursery. You get you get to enjoy the immediate bloom of the thing. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. But people are still going to collect the seeds, Milton. So they're not going to. They're going to sneak over to their neighbors. But don't get the green pods. I'm telling you. And you this, this is pretty brown. This is pretty ironic because one of the most skillful and classic. Seed stealer and plant sample stealer is Jerry Parsons. What? I've grown out of that. Somebody, somebody stopped at my landscape and cut these cuttings from my my plant, and my neighbor said it was. Somebody from the extension, extension office. Extension yeah. office. <laughs> I think it's wonderful that the extension office was taking such a proactive role. That's right, pruning <laughs> their peaches. There was there probably something wrong with it. They saw it and said, I'm going to take that off for them rather than. There you go. I'm uh, sorry. We didn't no. want to bother them. <laughs> Jerry Parsons is alone, acting alone. Yes. Nobody else here is associated with it. 308-8867 <laughs> is our number. 308-8867. Uh, Toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, number to call to be a part of the show. I read that monkey grass is slow multiplying. In, in order to border a sidewalk, how far apart should you plant them to have a nice border in the shortest amount of time? There's a question. It said, I recommend purchasing monkey grass in one-gallon containers as full as you can find, and then separating the plant by washing off all the soil, all, all the roots. This is a former nurseryman saying this. Hmm. What a trace. I've never heard that before. Yeah, plant, plant these individual plants about four to six inches apart. Yes. Is that it? That's it. Okay. 
So in that case, uh, buying four or five four-inch pots would give you the equivalent and planting them at those same distances. And they'll come out of it cheaper, and they'll come out with a plant that's alive. Yeah, yeah. And, and watch for sales, because you can get them sometimes in sales. Well, we used to, uh, I was thinking of uh, years ago when we were, uh, sometimes, oh, when we had them for, we needed them for projects, master gardener projects. And then somebody with a big planting would say, come on, and we would just go take a alternate rows, you know, and, and once once they're established and been there for a number of years, they fill in pretty quick. But and so you just go down, you know, you take you take your about four inches and take them out of there, and uh, you can bare root them. Um, yeah. And then you go plant them. Like Jerry says, you can put them as close as you want too. But I yeah, that would that would if you paid for one gallon containers. Bother me to buy four-inch pots that are already separated out enough. Unless you're making, a, I guess, if you're making a, a, a mass planting rather than a row, then the, you could do the, the. You just plant the whole container, the one-gallon container. I've had people plant gallons, and then as they multiply out, cut the sides and planting them between them. So they put like a gallon every foot, and then chop the sides out and plant between and get there pretty quick. One of the key issues was that they don't they don't grow fast. They don't spread fast. So you got to be patient with them. A lot of ground covers that way. Hey, Trace is up here, obviously. You can hear him talking, but we want to know, Trace, first off, tell us about the Millburgers Plant of the Weekend. Plant of the Weekend, Weekend, Weekend. 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 All right, so uh, Calvin's been talking about fire spike and a lot of other plants that uh, attract the hummingbirds since they're going to be coming through. And uh, I went out and I found some purple fire spikes. So most people aren't familiar with the plant at all, but the ones that are, uh, red is really the, the only color we've ever been able to, to, to find. So we found this purple one and all the same criteria meat. So it's uh, it can handle some sun. So probably better off planted in the shade. It's fine in our our area. It should be perennial, and uh, has a purple spike on it. All right. Uh, it's very unique. And uh, how many do we have left? Uh, we have six. six left. Okay, so. And the foliage is really attractive too. You almost have to see the foliage to. It's got, yeah. It's got it. a semi savoy leaf. Yeah. Or, or. In simpler terms, it looks like a really big spinach, lush. There you go. Crink, crinkly leaf. Yeah. So you got two choices. Now, there are only six of them left. You can call, uh, you can come by the nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and visit Millburgers in person, or you can call 497 3760 and they'll put one aside for you 497 3760. We're getting into, Trace, I have a question for you. We're getting into the we we got all the transplants. Uh, the transplants are coming in for the winter garden, the vegetables. How are our seed racks in terms of carrots and radishes and uh, turnips and? Some of them are good, and some some don't come and visit us as often as they should. But we do have uh, one vendor that keeps very 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 uh, full. And were we right in telling folks that if you come to Millburgers? And ask for some Crawford lettuce See, You can get one. You bet. You can get one. Uh, they just have to go through the register, and the cashier will and give free, them one. And that's free? Yeah. It's so free. Come in, get your carrot seeds, radish seeds, 
rutabaga seeds. <laughs> uh, and, you still uh, have some? Probably. That we didn't ever yeah. run. How much do you pay them to take rutabaga <laughs> seeds? Do you pay them to take rutabaga don't, seeds? Don't, don't remind uh, uh. Charles. I, I don't know if you were here, Trace, when he bought the, that huge supply of rutabaga seeds. <laughs> you probably still have some of those. <laughs> Um, how about wildflower seeds? Uh, we just stocked up on wildflower seeds. Good. So we had we got blue bonnets and larkspur, and uh, we got some of the big packages of mixed seeds. So if you Good. just want to have a, a wide assortment of wildflowers, uh, that would be the way to go. Well, we t- we discussed that. It, it's, it's really interesting with those mixes. Depending on the year, how much rain you get, the weather, um, you know, some years you'll have a one flower dominant like Coreopsis, another year... You know, Indian paintbrush, uh, and then there's there's the you, you want some of the later ones too. Uh, what is the one with the blue, uh, the, the late wildflower that? Delphinia, the, not no, Delphinia. Larkspur. No, no Larkspur is an earlier one, but it's uh, it's blue. And we we you not we talked about it, and it was right on the tip of my tongue here. Uh, blue bonnet. No, bee balm. Oh, bee balm. Bee balm. That's that's quite often in there. And poppies are quite often in there. Um, so, so that's a, you know if you're if you got a general planting, then those mixes are really, really the way to go. You got a couple choices there. They can kind of look. I believe I got one choice in okay. the mix. The Texas Oklahoma mix, or uh, it's a the wild. It's just called wildflower mix, okay. and it's it's from uh, the Fredericksburg. Okay. So you know they're locally, they can, they yeah. can all function here because they're locally grown. What else, Trace? Uh, let's see. Well, we had spinach supposed to be coming in this week, so oh, that's good. a new one. And oh, okay. What, I'm glad you mentioned that. Did, yeah. did, they, did they say what variety was? I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. Or they go, it wasn't coho. I'm pretty sure it says Ashley. I'll check that for you here. Ashley. I think it's coho, even though it says Ashley. Well, Okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. We have spinach coming in. Okay, so that's, that's that, good. So we will have that, which is uh, we have we've only gotten one batch so far this year. Uh, we do have the uh, kids thing. Yep. Next Saturday. Uh, snakes. And it's it's filling up. So uh, oh. if you're interested, you need to call pretty quick. Seating is limited, so call four nine seven thirty seven sixty. It's free. But you're RSVPing, and uh, on all these kids' uh, workshops, they have handouts and oftentimes projects the kids can do. So uh, they need to know how many folks are coming, so they have supplies, and, and there is a limited number of seating. So yeah, and, and they're going to catch a garter snake for everybody, so they need to know how many people. <sighs> I don't think they're doing that this year. <laughs> no, <they're laughs> not on purpose. 497-3760 will be the number to call for that. Anything else exciting? I'm I think, sure if I thought about it. Okay, we'll come on uh, up. The maze is, go, is yeah. started. That's exciting. Uh, who enjoys that more, Roger or Charles? Um, Roger Thompson. enjoys the putting up. Charles enjoys the the looking at. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it gets into Halloween. And, and I think everybody around here loves having the kids come in and yeah, they, their eyes get wide when they see something scary. I, I like it best when the kids come in and throw the pumpkins around. I mean... Uh, I bet you do. <laughs> try, try and try and have that pumpkin display so I can't see it. So. Yeah, he, he yells at them. Although they're better this, they're better in the last few years than they were. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know how you have different noises that the different things make as you walk around the nursery around Halloween, the little rats that, or the and uh, yeah, there's also now on the porch every Saturday and Sunday from noon to two. There's a, a little thing that yells at children for picking up pumpkins and dropping them. Dang! Put it down! <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. The kids don't seem to enjoy well, it. Well, probably not. Is it the same voice that has the uh, toe tag on it? Yes, it's the okay. same voice. Right. Well, hey, now they got uh, Roger's brother up there sitting in the window. Maybe he can take care of that job. That's a that's a neat neat little toy that's up there. <laughs> that that it's a double take, you know. You gotta you look at that and you have to look at it again. Uh, so if you appreciate uh, Halloween decorations, um, it's kind of fun to come for the from now until Halloween to see how this is developing here. They, every every week there's something new and uh, and some of them are pretty unique, including the 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 uh, person up in the window smoking and uh, looking ugly. Roger gets a budget of what he can spend on ghoulish creatures. (laughs) uh, So he takes advantage of that. and We we get some new things every year and find new uses for old things. I I just had automatically, when you looked up there to see the leopard, see if the leopard was still up there. Leopard's still there. Yeah. Hey, uh, we got a question before we go to break here. Uh, someone named Hope had called, and only because it's got the nursery. You guys see if you can figure out, one, what she's talking about, and two, whether it would actually work. Uh, how do you keep dogs and cats from going to the restroom on your lawn? A gentleman at a nursery told her about a ground cover plant. Uh, it blooms like a little flower, blooms like a little flower, but it's sticky and will keep dogs and cats off the grass. Hoping you can uh, might figure out what the name of it is and where she might get it. Does that sound familiar at all? No. No. Now, in this in this climate, okay. there's really no advantage to keeping the, the dogs uh, peeing. Uh, it's not like up north where the it accumulates in the wintertime and it burns areas. I've never I've never, never really seen it burn areas. Now, I guess if they, they pee on the corner of the yard on a shrub every time, you'll see some damage. They continue to go to the same place over and over and over again, so that's where it could build up. Uh, keeping them out of a flower bed is a little different. That can be done with uh, dog and cat repellents. Um, Bacancha mulch yeah, is probably uh, one of the better choices. Okay. Or larva rock. Larva rock work too. And we, do, we don't recommend anymore the carpet tacks upside down. No. They, that worked too, but no. pecan shells are the same same kind of. Uh, All right, we got to take a break, impact. so we'll do that right now. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevard Road. Fall is here, and fall is for planting. Fall is for mill burgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for mill burgers? Because mill burgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, mill burgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does mill burgers have? 
well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? Knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. At 930am, we present our home team. Businesses we know you can trust when it comes to services for your home and family. Businesses like Robert Custom Homes, the PAX Financial Group, Aldaco's Mexican Cuisine, and the Weisinger Law Firm, who can help you protect what matters most, your family. It's called Peace Through Planning. Call 210-308-0800. The Weisinger Law Firm on the home team is seen at 930amtheanswer.com. Before you invest, read the prospectus in the registration statement and other documents the issuer has filed with the SEC for more complete information about the issuer and this offering. This is a special public announcement for investors. Have you tried to invest during an initial public offering but never got the chance because big banks and private institutions have already scooped up all the stock? Well, now there's an exciting investment opportunity where you can be in on the IPO of a game-changing digital media company listed on NASDAQ, FOTV. FOTV is a group of millennial-focused digital media companies that creates, markets, and distributes live hologram events and premium Hollywood movie content to global audiences via live streaming, virtual reality, and 360. Powered by Holograms USA cutting-edge visual technology. Featured on the Country Music Awards, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and the Coachella Music Festival. Discover a real IPO investment opportunity. Invest as little or as much as you want. Call now for your free FOTV prospectus. 800-409-2501. 800-409-2501. That's 800-409-2501. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hello, I'm Charlie Weisinger. At Weisinger Law Firm, we help people navigate the world of estate planning and probate. Our goal is to put a plan in place that allows family members to focus on what's most important, your family. At Weisinger Law Firm, we do this by taking the time to meet with you to get to know your values and goals, and your first consultation is free. Not having a plan in place can leave your legacy tarnished by years of legal maneuvering and financial struggles. Make sure your legacy is what you intend. Let us put a plan in place that will protect your family. At Weisinger Law Firm, we call this Peace Through Planning. Our office is located just north of San Antonio in historic Selma, Texas. The number is 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 for Weisinger Law Firm. Online at weisingerlawfirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R lawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm. Peace through planning. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 308 88 67, the number to call, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin mentioned in his Dig In Now article in yesterday's paper on the Dig In Now, that it's the last chance to apply pre-emergent herbicide to the lawn to prevent germination of weed winter weeds such as bed straw, 
rescue grass, thistle, beggar's lice, and dandelion. Let's see now. Did my little deal get come in there? I guess it's beggar. Beggar's lice, yeah, that's your favorite. Come yeah. in all the time. Uh, and dandelion. Amaze and XL, the A M A Z E. Amaze and XL are good choices. Check the label to make sure that the weeds that are infested in your lawn last year are controlled by the product you purchased. What do you mean by that? I mean that there's a lot of choices there, and there's a lot of them. Um, everybody's got kind of a different weed combination. Yeah. Like we like bed straw, uh, and the, basically it's uh, some of the chemicals are designed to work better on uh, grassy weeds and some on broadleaf weeds, and that's why we mention Excel and Amaze because they they do a good job on both. On both of them. Both right. of them, and there's some other chem- there's some other herbicides that do equally well, but then there's some that constant that concentrate on one or other of the of the weeds. But if your bed straw is the only thing that drives you crazy or thistle, then you uh, you got a lot more choices of what kind of herbicide to use. Have you had any reports or seen any brown patch? Oh, yes. Is it really this this year? Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. it. And it was just kind of sudden. You know what the after uh, the rains or yeah that latest that latest week of rain we had and the I temperatures this, must have been just right. A couple yeah, the temperatures at night fell a couple. Of, well, I guess for a while there they had fallen three or four or four five degrees down, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it showed up. I got a classic, really a nice lawn across the street on a for me on a nice uh, new house, and of course they were just. You know, uh, celebrating and it was a really looked good. And then, shoot, <laughs> you know, in the, cor- in the course of uh, ten days, it was moving everywhere. I bet it was Raleigh, St. August. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he got he got yeah. some uh, the fungi away. Well, the first thing he had to stop. He was also watering in the middle of that though. Yeah, water. yeah. And then then he got some fungi away. And use that and stopped, and the spread has stopped now. But the, the, the problem you have now is that you you won't, this is not the best time for recovery. You, probably, you might still see that uh, dead grass um, through the winter and uh, until next spring. Uh, let's see. Somebody wrote in and said, is it true that daylily blooms only last one day? Answer. What's your guess? It is true that the individual flower opens for only one day, but each flower stalk bears many buds which open in series. The plant maintains flowers for a number of days. The genus is... Hemerocallus, coming from two Greek words meaning beauty and day. The day referring to the above fact that the, the blooms only last one day. He didn't get into the fact that they're wonderful to eat either. That's right. I was no. going to say something. Don't get oh, those. Day, they're great to eat. Those day lilies near Jerry or I'll no. chop them up. 
And we we were <laughs> we were blessed at the program yesterday on a visit from Dorothy Weedy. All right, Dorothy girl. And Dorothy had was uh, uh, thinning out her irises and her daylilies, and All so right. she gave she gave everybody. Uh, some of each that, that was at the program, so it was wonderful. Dorothy spreads it around, yeah. didn't she? Uh, we got a question. This is the first summer for my Lady Banks rose. It's growing on a wrought iron fence. There's a clear, sticky substance on the leaves. Is this normal? Otherwise, it's doing very well. Clear, sticky substance. Uh, answer, I suspect that your lady banks is infested with sucking insects, either aphids or scale. The sticky substance is excrement, yuck, of the insect. Get rid of the insect and you get rid of it. Uh, so any, any insecticide works uh, on the sucking insect. Uh, identify it whether if, if it's scale, uh, you need to use something different than than if you use aph- if you got aphids. Yeah, aphid spinosad works fine. Yeah, even the the soapy solutions do. But uh, if you uh, if it's a different different one, they're a little tougher to tougher to kill. Hey, uh, as the our friend, uh, well, what is uh, acephate? Yeah, acephate with or it used to be our thing. Yeah, with oil. You mentioned you had you, you uh, had a question about a peach tree sticky substance uh, to start the show too. Yeah, I did. Uh, I had a, a gardener came in and he was his peach tree wasn't looking good and there was just a gummy stuff coming out of the, the yeah trunk. The trunk. And of course, it's a here in San Antonio. Yeah, that's usually bacterial canker. It's called gummosis, and uh, we're, you know, we're even under the best conditions. Uh, a lot of our peach trees only last seven or eight years, and he, he, his were not planted in a raised bed, and he, they weren't irrigated with drip irrigation, which are a couple of things to extend the life and make them more productive, and so that's a classic. Uh, of course, everybody thinks it's borers, but generally in the San Antonio area, it's not borers. It's it's just a bacterial canker. And um, once it starts, there's not much you can do. You cut off, you can cut off the uh, dying parts, but when it was on the main trunk, like his was, yeah. it's tough, tough to cut off. You cut off the main tr- main trunk, Calvin. Huh? You cut off the main trunk. Yeah, that's yeah, which you didn't. You don't see the disease anymore, but you don't. You uh, don't the, have a the tree. Peach produ- yeah, the peach production is pretty low. <laughs> hey, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9:30 a.m. The answer. Okay, actually, I don't think we're. Uh, we're not going to take we're a break. We're not going to take a break. No. There you go, man. So uh, sorry about that. Said uh, I got a question in. I have a mesquite tree in front of my house, which had one dead limb. So I cut the limb off, and it was full of carpenter ants. Oh no, ants in my mesquite. Ants in their plants. What can I do to save my tree if at all possible? 
Is it is it possible? Will the ants leave the leave the cut up limb so I can use it eventually in my smoker? Well, when you put it in a the smoker, they're gonna leave. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna like it too much. The carp the answer is the carpenter ants were just using that limb as a place to call home. That's Bart's birthday. A place to call home. That's nice. Isn't that nice? Since they do not bother live wood, there's nothing you need to do. I don't know if they leave the dead limb voluntarily or not. However, I can assure you that if you throw a piece on the barbecue, they will uh, are left to regret it. And no, you, and Horace is getting snarky. You hardly ever detect the uh, taste of uh, carpenter uh, ants in the there, food. There you go. Yeah. Um, Neil Perry in this, and if you if you hadn't, uh, if you have not uh, uh, subscribed to Neil Perry's uh, weekly, uh, is it still free? Newsletter, yeah, it's free. The newsletter, because they don't do the magazine anymore. But uh, you can subscribe to his weekly newsletter, and uh, if you want to want to catch, want to figure out how to get to it or subscribe to it, uh, you can uh, go on to plantanswers.com over to the right under New Earth uh, Compost and and Soils. There's a, a, a logo over there says Neil Sparrow's Gardens and you click on that and that tells you how to register for a weekly newsletter or you can register for the members news weekly newsletter you can also we've been talking a lot about uh, winter vegetables and also uh, cool weather annuals blooming plants there's just lots and lots of information on the specific plants how to grow them uh, the varieties that you might want to try on Plant Answers. So if you you prefer to have a, a written source and want to study it, uh, just go to Plant Answers and uh, lots and lots of information. There's several search engines there for you to search yeah. for your subject matter. All right, well, now we're going to take a break. 308-8867. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. 308-8867 is our number. Back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 Boulevardy Road. Fall is here and fall is for planting. Fall is for Millburgers. So why is fall for planting? Well, fall is for planting because you want to promote root growth when you plant your new trees or shrubs. And the cooler night temperatures and the better chances of rain help promote that root growth. Why is fall for Millburgers? Because Millburgers has a wide variety of everything that you need to create a beautiful garden, and now's the time to get it in. So whether you need shrubs or trees, fruit trees or shade trees, Millburgers has them, and they have the right ones for this area. What else does Millburgers have? Well, they have the products to keep those plants healthy and happy. What else? knowledgeable people that can direct you toward the right plants for your situation and the right products to keep them healthy and happy. What else do they have? Well, you need to go check it out for yourself at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Hello, I'm Randy Adams from LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. But let me take the fear out of your next purchase of an automobile. 
Go to hasslefreeautobuying.com. Let me do the negotiating and make sure you get the most out of your next trade. That's hasslefreeautobuying.com. Hello, this is Esther Nell, owner of Spot Asante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spot Asante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spot Asante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spot Asante means the spa for good health. Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spadasante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit Spadasante.com and personalize and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spadasante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at heartoftexasrealty.com. That's John Thurman, heartoftexasrealty.com. Shanta Pierce in San Antonio, October 7th, presented by Incredible Pizza Company. There's no real ladylike way of describing this, is there? Shonda Pierce, the queen of clean comedy, is back with the Happily Laughter After Tour. We're going to tell you how it really is. Come see Shonda Pierce and special guest Karen Williams and the Happily Laughter After Tour. For details and ticket information, visit AwakeningEvents.com. October 7th at Westover Hills Assembly of God, sponsored by Cross Cleaning. So, after all this, it comes down to the final two. The last man standing against the last woman standing. There are a few others, but let's admit, they won't win. So where will you be on debate night when the whole world is watching and listening? Can Trump hold it together? Will Hillary wilt under the glaring lights? This station has been all over this election. The most important election of our lifetime. Don't give up yet. It's just getting good. The debates are here. Get your answers. 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And Hank is on the line. Hank, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi. I have a citrus question. Okay. I have a Rio star that's been in the ground for two years, putting on good growth all the way around. It's about six feet high, but it has never blossomed or set fruit. What am I doing wrong? It's how... Two years. It's been in the ground two years. Two years, and you brought it in a nursery. Yeah. I don't know, unless it's getting too much shade. How much sun does it get? Pardon? How much sun does it get? Full sun. Full sun. Yeah. Okay. Am I not fertilizing it enough, or what? No, that's not it. I 
Only thing that wouldn't make citrus bloom would be young age, mm-hmm. which I don't think yours should be since it's grafted, mm-hmm. and and also too much shade. Are you are you fertilizing a lot? It's possible that it could be. Is it growing vigorously? It's growing vigorously. It's over six feet high and about four feet wide. In deep green, it's got beautiful color. It's putting on more growth at every at every uh, branch, but yeah. not a blossom in sight and no fruit. Hmm. It's planted in good dirt. The only thing, the only thing I would figure is is that it, it's just act it's just actively growing. It's growing so fast. That's the only thing I can figure that would cause it not to bloom. Other other than the uh, lack of sunlight. Am I not but, fertilizing uh, it enough? No, no, you're fertilizing enough. You may be fertilizing it too much. Oh, okay. But so back yeah. off, back off on the fertility of the thing, and uh, and let it kind of settle down in its growth pattern. You think it'd still just be be putting on a better root system? Could that be it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think you're being too nice to it, is what I think. Oh. Is it okay get- to trim back some of the higher branches to keep it a little shorter? Oh, is yeah, you can do that, that, but that's going to stimulate uh, stimulate growth of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think I'd do any pruning on it till next, uh, next uh, February. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there's nothing I'm doing. It's just kind of taking its sweet time to put out fruit. I think it's taking its sweet time, and when it does have fruit, it's going to have a lot of them. Because it came from that nursery that came out of Louisiana that grows citrus here in Texas. Right, right. You know which one I'm talking about, yeah. Yes, ma'am. It came from that nursery, so it's a good it's good nursery stock. It came. I had got it in a three-gallon pot when I originally purchased it. Okay. Well, it just sounds like to me it's still vegetatively growing, and it should settle down next year. Thanks, Hank. Okay, but don't bother worrying. Don't bother fertilizing. Okay. No bother. No, don't fertilize it. Okay. All right. Thank you much. Okay. Thank you for calling. Bye bye. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight. What was sixty seven? Which citrus? Is a grapefruit. Oh. Real, real star, or real red, or one of the, one of those from the valley. Uh, one one problem with doing a statewide uh, newsletter, especially weekly, is that uh, uh, North Texas up around Dallas Fort Worth is different than South Texas, because one of the uh, one of his uh, garden tips of the month is. Uh, Sod really must be planted immediately to have a chance to develop good roots before the first freeze. Mm. See, that's not San Antonio. We can plant sod here. As long as you can find it. As long as you can find it. Good uh, sod. Only yeah, and uh, if, uh, get it from a reputable uh, source, and then, then you're yeah. home free. Follow the recommendations. Uh, root root uh, to soil contact is the key. Yeah, Neil says that that's especially critical in the northern half of Texas, and most especially with St. Augustine. Uh, and he he said he'd wait to plant St. Augustine in late April, but that's in 
Dallas Fort Worth. So uh, that's the problem. That that that's the good thing about the uh, uh newsletter is it's specifically for uh, South Central Texas. Where can I get that? You can't. Okay. Or you could come by the nursery and get it. You could. You could get it off the internet. Are you sure? And you can. Myanswers.com. Uh, or dot com, and you can come by and get a hard copy, or you can have a hard copy mailed to you. Mm-hmm. You call 497-3760. That's the will nursery Will they put you number? on a mailing list, and you, will you get it every month? Yeah. Cool. I'll take care of you. <laughs> All right. That's 210-497-3760. All right. You got a question, ma'am? Can we ask it on she the air? She cookies. Here, you take the microphone, you'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. Is that cookies? Here we go. Did you want to come on the air? Here, we'll grab the mic so we can hear you, okay? Here. No, no, just, well, I don't know. Did you have a question? Oh, here. Okay, well, here, you ask while you're on the mic so we can hear you. I want to know what I have. This is off of a kumquat tree. Good Lord. The bottom is all kumquats. And the top is all these. And I don't know why. Is it thorny? No, it's like a lemon. It's full, but it, it doesn't taste as sour as a lemon. It's, uh, I was thinking it was sour orange. That's, what I was, you, that's why I asked whether that top part was thorny. No, it's not. Th- uh, well, it's a, it's a regular kumquat tree. They have, might have a little thorn on them. Well, I, no, I, no. They, they, what they do, they graft. Okay, this is from the top half of the tree. The bottom half of the tree has kumquats on it. Oh, okay. And it's only, it's about five years old and it's only had kumquats until this year. Now you didn't have, there's not a, there's not a a sucker coming from down there. Right right in the the center of the tree. Tall, tall tree. The sucker's gone way up the top? Yeah. I know there's suckers. It looks like it's the same kumquat tree all the way. Yeah, it's like... It's a, it's off the same tree. It's rootstock. Some type of rootstock. Okay, there's the bottom. That's, there's the kumquats. On. He didn't bring a kumquat, but there's the kumquats. They're, they're not ripe yet. See, they're not ripe yet. So I'm going to go to the next picture. Now, there are these at the top of the tree. Okay. So sh- why? Sh- that, that, that is a, sh- that's a rootstock. Yeah, but that's at the top of the tree, and it's a big rock. Yeah, well, that what what happens when the when one of the st- sucker comes off the rootstock is that it grows so much faster than the main than the main kumquat. Yeah, it goes straight up, straight up, and it ends up dominating. And then eventually, if it's not cut out of there, eventually it, it uh, shades out the kumquat, and then all you got is. So we have to take off the whole big. Is the trunk so big? You know, so we have to take the whole. Just you just take off. Yeah, you just follow this back, and take that off. Now, if you've got kumquats on part of the tree, that means you still got. Yeah, the bottom some half. Desirable. Has, yeah, the bottom half. Ah, the, yeah. About this much is kumquats. Okay. And so, follow this back, and it'll, and it'll come. It'll connect to your your trunk at some point, and that's where you cut it. Okay. And then leave that leave that kumquat part. Let that 
I'm just going to watch because it'll send more suckers out. Well, what is that graft with? So is that lime or lemon, or what would it be? Uh, it, it, you said it doesn't have thorns. No. So I thought I thought it would be sour orange. No, it's but I, I don't know what they. I don't know you're what. You're welcome the, to taste of it. It's clean. Yeah, I smelt it. It's it's good. Yeah. But uh, but it's just not. It's not really sour, sour like a lemon. Right, right. I don't know what the, what rootstock they used. There's uh, several rootstocks that they use to make a compote. Yeah, to make a compote. What does it smell like? But anyway, the uh, those now when you're cutting it off, mm, it smells nice lime. Yeah, you're welcome to taste of it. <laughs> but uh, I had somebody else when, eat the whole thing. When you, if you do when you do decide to cut it off, be careful not to cut it so close to the the kumquat that you cut the whole tree down. You understand what I'm right. saying? You just follow that one limb, that one limb that's going all the way high. You follow it all the way down, and it'll you see it'll come off down that low somewhere. Okay. So it's hard to cut off. So. Go up a little further than where it's joined, so you won't cut the uh, kumquat off too. He heard that. Yeah. Uh, it's a big tree. It's, 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 uh, we've cut it back. It's still about 12 feet tall. It's okay. It's only four or five years old. Okay. And this is really tasty. I think I would cut off the kumquat. Uh, <laughs> well, you think I should leave that and just find another yes, kumquat? Yeah, really. Well, you can you can leave, take off some of the 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 branches, and leave some with the fruit, the, uh, and and have utilize that citrus too. Citrus yeah. is citrus. But you don't. Know. But you you do have to kind of get it under control because this will be a real dominant. Oh yeah. So. Well, we could just plant another kumquat. <laughs> there you go. You could do that. We're, we have all kinds of fruit you trees. smell that, Milton? That's so nice. Oh, it does smell good. It has a lot of seeds in it, though. Yeah. One more question. This is supposed to be red. Is it too much rain, or is it... No, that's that's the color red get at this time of the year. It's this, this time of the year? Uh, I mean... Uh, in general, in Texas. No, but this one gets red. Ma'am? This one usually gets red. Oh, does it? Like the ones we get in the store. Have you opened them? Uh, some of them. It's not quite ripe yet. Okay. Yeah. But, um, some of some of them, uh, this year, because of all the rain, a lot of times the inside is black. Yeah. Well, this is, this is from a really, really, really old tree. Okay. You know? Oh, okay. That's wonderful, then. Right. It's, it's probably... 75-year-old tree. Oh, okay. So it's wonderful. Yeah. All, all of them look that good? All the fruit? I'm sorry? Does all the fruit on the tree look that good? I mean... The, oh, it's all, they're all this big. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do, do none of them have the, any kind of black wounds on them? No, not yet. Well, that's good. Because as Jerry said, they're, they're, that fungus yeah. is showing up everywhere. Well, this is... this. This comes from an old house we tore down. It's in our in our yard, and the tree the it's probably over 75 years old. Wow! You know, at least because it all of a sudden started coming up after we cut down the mesquite tree and got water to it. Now we have this uh, above the rooftop. Wow! With bees all over it. So wow! Good. 
Anyway, All right. thank you very you much. You bet. Uh, Good luck to you. How do you use those? Um, well, actually, you make him eat all that? No, well, we thought about it. <laughs> trying to make jam out of it. We found a... Well, y'all keep talking. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and uh, begin to wrap up today's show. Y'all keep talking, though. All right. We're going to say goodbye for today, and I uh, want to thank you for listening and being a part of the show. Don't forget, for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, and you can listen to a podcast of this show by going to 930amtheanswer.com. On behalf of the docs, we'll say goodbye for today, but we'll see you next Saturday right here on 930am, The Answer. This is 930 a.m. The answer service of Salem Media Group. KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.